0: Welcome to the NS North Podcast. My name is Dan Byers, and I'm joined tonight by my co-hosts Adrian Marshall and Philip Casgrain. How are you, Adrian?
1: I'm great, thanks.
0: And you, Phil? Doing great. For today's episode, we have speaker Jonathan Ryan joining us. How are you, John? I'm doing well, thanks, Dan. Good. So, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, what do you do?
2: Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm actually from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's about four hours south of uh, of DC. And uh, what do I do? I like to say that I'm uh, classically trained as an attorney uh, because in my former life. That's what I did. Uh, And now uh, I'm one of uh, three co-founders of a a startup doing basically the business development, HR, legal, uh, you name it, sales, marketing, all those all those great hats that don't include development. (laughs) So what
0: was this uh, – actually, what's the name of the company?
2: Sure, sure, sure. Uh, PSPDFKit. Um, it's a PDF framework. We're now a mobile PDF framework instead of just an iOS PDF framework. Um, but I'm sure a lot of people uh, know uh, the technical co-founder, Peter Steinberger. Uh, in Europe, he's, he's pretty well-known, but I think, I think he's pretty well-known in the, uh, North America as well.
0: yeah.
1: So, yes. so tell us, how did you make that shift from being an attorney to going into bizda?
2: Oh, That's actually a, a really great question. And uh, uh, conferences, just like NS North, is, is by far what, what helped me make that, that shift. Um, I kind of started out, uh, if I give you a little background, uh, uh, as an attorney when uh, Martian Craft uh, first started. Uh, back in the days when it was Dave Mark, uh, Jeff LaMarche, and, and my brother Rob Ryan. And I begged my brother to be his attorney and talked to him and said, hey, you're going to these conferences, there have to be a ton of these uh, attorneys there. And he told me, no, you know, there's a few that come and talk about patents, uh, but that's about it. Uh, And so I, you know, I said, hey, it's really important that you just have an attorney, just a business attorney, just to do contracting, you know, you name it, right? Uh, Trademarks and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of started there. Uh, This was, shoot, six, maybe even seven years ago. Um, and from there, I was lucky enough for him to introduce me to, to, to more people um, and me kind of help them. And then I started giving talks. Uh, I gave a, a talk at uh, 360, uh, I went to uh, Singleton. I mean, there was a, a bunch of talks. I started getting to know the community better and I ended up uh, getting the chance to speak at NSConf in London, or I guess Leicester. Um, and luckily enough, I gave the talk on kind of business negotiation or effective communication and business negotiation. And uh, my co-founder happened to be in the in the audience. Uh, so he kind of saw me there. I kind of became a client of his. And then uh, we met at DubDub Dub, uh, that next year. And he basically propositioned me to come on to the company. Uh, you know, it was super small then. It was four people. And uh, wanted me to come on and see if I could help because he was, you know, he despised doing the business side of things. It was it was taking up so much of his time. It was frustrating for him, and he just wanted to code.
0: So, we're, we're, was the team consisting mostly of engineers and designers? Oh yeah, I mean, we're we're still we still
2: consist mostly of engineers and designers. Uh, we're 27 now. Uh, that's been, I guess, in the past year and a half, we went from four to 27. Wow. Um, wow. That's a geometric growth right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had uh, we've had incredible growth, um, but we have three non-technical uh, people, and I'm um, including me, and then the rest are engineers. Uh, so when I first started, we had a designer, and I guess two uh, like part-time uh, freelancers, and then Peter full-time, and they had I guess you could technically include the one guy that was doing kind of part-time sales for him. Um, and that's kind of what I came into.
0: And this is all essentially organic growth. Like it's all, you're all self-funded and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, we're completely bootstrapped. Uh, trust me, I get VCs offering me money uh, plenty of times and I'm lucky enough to tell them no thanks. Um,
1: that's awesome. Do, 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 do you tell
2: them just out of the box or do you take a detailed look at the proposals because that's what you would do? Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you you definitely are uh, the biggest question I ask any VC that comes and offers uh, anything to my business is, what are you bringing besides money? Like, what are you bringing to the table? than just, hey, here's, here's a million dollars, right? Because um, uh, one of the things that you know, I, I also handle the financial side of our business, uh, yeah, I guess I wear that CFO hat as much as I wear the other hats. And uh, to me, I try to run our business very, very, very sustainably, um, as in I take it very personally when I bring on a person to our company. Um, the last thing I want to do is have to tell that person, hey, we had a turn, we had a downturn in business. I got to let you go, um, you know, because a lot of these guys come on and uh, they're picking us versus contracting uh, because they want, you know, to work on an interesting problem and they don't want to have to hustle for work anymore.
1: Exactly, um, yeah.
2: So, I mean, we, we we do things like uh keeping 6 months of our, our of our uh burn rate in the bank and don't touch it. It's just there. because um, that to me is just smart business. Um But yeah, we've been uh we've been lucky with with the growth.
0: That's very impressive. So, to uh to somebody who's not familiar with P- PSPDFKit, could you kind of explain what somebody would would use it for? Um just for any of our listeners who aren't too familiar.
2: Sure, absolutely. Um So the most common use case for us is uh, an internal, or you're making your own app, and you need very similar features to, let's say, Adobe Acrobat. Um, Apple provides you essentially with a a renderer and a viewer, uh, but it's limited. A perfect example is there's uh, certain size PDFs that will just crash, it will crash your app. Um, They don't provide you any annotation tools uh they don't provide you like a form spec uh or if you wanted to do you know signatures or digital signatures or highlighting or all these different things you
1: mean on ios of course because you can do a lot of that on the mac
2: yeah yes we're talking ios and uh uh, android um which uh, mobile yeah exactly mobile which uh to the point on the mac the difference is i think uh uh, the best way to describe what they give you on the Mac is very fragmented, and we give it to you in a nice uh, bundle is probably the best way to put it. Um, and we also have a bunch of basically UI and UX built in. So competitors, uh, competitors of ours provide you with that functionality programmatically, but they don't provide you the UI already built in. And so people have always, especially on iOS, loved their UI because uh, it essentially looks very Apple-ish, right? Uh, we try to you know uh mirror uh the the way they do things
1: so it's really a plug and play solution it's really easy
2: yes um and we have extensive documentation and you know uh and we we uncover uh, you know a bunch of API hooks so it's very easy to use we uh we give you essentially a catalog with over a thousand examples of you know source code of if you want to do x this is how you do it um and we also provide a ton of uh, customizations so yeah, you if you've if you've used uh, and here here's my chance to brag a little bit and I, I don't always like to do this but um, if you've used dropbox and uh, on iOS and you've viewed uh, viewed a PDF you've seen our, our technology and you've seen uh, the thumbnails with it oh, and wow. the, the the page turning the scrabble ball that
1: I I did not know that, but I did use that, especially on <laughs> nice. on, an, on an iPad. It's really useful because then you've got your PDFs in your on your. It's a lot easier to put them in Dropbox than it is to put them into iBooks. I'll tell you that.
0: Oh my goodness, infinitely.
2: Well, they they use it a lot of ways too. So the the way they handle if you're using a a, a Word document or a PowerPoint document or anything of the sort, they actually convert it to a PDF to view it before kicking it out to, you know, Microsoft Word or Microsoft PowerPoint if you want to edit it. Um, they also just recently went the path where they hooked in Adobe Acrobat. So if you want to annotate on uh, Dropbox, it kicks you to, uh, you know, Adobe Acrobat. But other customers of ours uh, just use our, uh, you know, our, our our logic. So DocuSign is a, is a common example. Um, I mean, we're, we're in most of the... Uh, cloud service providers or almost all the MDM providers. Um, we, we're lucky. Uh, if you've gone on an airplane, uh, most likely the company or that's providing the solution or if it's actually the airliner that's providing the solution to uh, the pilot for the, the airplane manuals is most likely using our stuff as well.
0: Wow, that's incredible reach.
2: Yeah, so we've, we've gotten really lucky that uh, we have a reputation uh, with developers and Developers uh, enjoy, you know, enjoy working with us. We have incredible support. Uh, Peter personally handles a lot of the support. Um, and so it's a, we, we've got a good reputation, I think, in developers. And ultimately, there's been a ton of word of mouth, uh, not just in Europe, but uh, in the U.S. And, and hopefully more in uh, uh, China and uh, Asia as well, because we're, we're seeing ourselves there, but there's still a ton of growth there.
1: So speaking of uh of you mentioned uh, support and your your CEO actually does support and things like that. So you yourself, how do you how do you view? You mentioned the community. How how do you view your contributions to the community as being
2: uh, conference talks, or is there, there's probably more than that to it? Yeah, sure. I mean, originally that question is a good question because originally a lot of it was you know going out and giving conference talks, being really the only attorney that was exactly also a software developer and kind of yeah yeah and I. You know, as I've done this more now, I've realized uh I'm lucky in one sense because uh you know, my brother's a, a designer. Uh, you know, I grew up uh with computers and gaming. Um and so my skills are able to uh you know understand exactly what a software developer does on a day-to-day basis uh basis, but also is able to kind of see the, the legal issues and kind of see the, you know, the the potholes in the path as well uh with my legal background. And so before, it was really just trying to educate. And the big reason here is because, I mean, you guys know this community. It's such a great community. Uh, People are so willing to help. Um, And generally, I would say have very good uh, intentions. And so for me, like, uh, that was really, really nice to come into and say, well, hey, I'm bringing something a little different. But, you know, how can I help you as much as possible? Uh, When I was just an attorney, that was very difficult because, I had to constantly worry about, hey, you know, attorney-client privilege and them thinking I was being their attorney. Um, And so you kind of held back a lot. Uh, Now it's kind of, you know, people know I'm not really uh, doing legal work now. Uh, I can kind of, you know, give them a little bit more like, hey, this is what I'm thinking here, but you probably need to go talk to an attorney. But I'm able to give a lot more uh, there, so I, I enjoy that. As a company, I mean, we sponsor... Conferences. Uh, uh, we've sponsored local conferences in Vienna and in Central Europe. Uh, we spoke, uh, we've spoke. We've we sponsored uh, release notes last year, um, and we we try to, you know, just that, that that's as much of a marketing tool as it is uh, us supporting the community as well.
1: And and you yourself, uh, beyond going to
2: conferences, uh, what what do you do? You view your contributions as. I hope I, I hope ultimately and this has gotten more difficult with the the business cuz the business takes up 150% of my time now. Um <laughs> I mean, honestly I I hadn't You're billing like a lawyer so that <laughs> <laughs> I had more time when I was an attorney uh uh but you know my hope was always to kind of uh, I, I, we we've been approached to do a, a podcast uh a couple people have approached me to do a podcast on legal talks and business talks. Um but for me There's a huge gap uh, in kind of business development. And I don't just mean like sleazy business developers or sleazy marketers. And that's that's kind of the reputation it gets. But I I met so many people that were developers that had phenomenal products. It was never their product that was the problem. Um, But they just couldn't, you know, either... They couldn't get it out there. They didn't know how to expose themselves, or they just didn't care to put any money into the you know best stuff side or marketing side. And ultimately, that was the reason their product wasn't as successful or failed. And so, part of my my hope is to just try to help. You know, a lot, a lot of these people are my friends, uh, and so to try to just say, hey, you know, uh, there, there's a way. There's a way to do this. Like you don't you don't. It's not sleazy. It's not a waste of money. Um and, and you know, kinda of bring awareness that this a lot of times uh goes to your success of your product. Um so you know, I hope as well it's just to kind of bring, you know, be one of those business developer people and kind of give that a better uh reputation as well. Amazing. I love that. Very well said.
1: Thank you. I, I could almost hear Adrienne's neck muscles straining from <laughs> oh all the goodness. nodding she was doing. <laughs> it's true. I guess I don't know if the audience knows, but I'm also in business development, so I, I'm with you, Jonathan.
2: Yeah, and it's uh, it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I I deal with it. You know, even even between my own company, uh, I don't want to say that there's certain things that are very very uh, come very easily or naturally uh, to a business developer. There's certain things that come very naturally and easy to an engineer. And a lot of times, there's uh, you know middle ground where the business developer just doesn't see the engineer's point of view. Uh, a perfect example I'll give you in our company is estimation, right? Oh Software estimation is like the hardest <laughs> problem in the world, I think.
0: I was going to say, uh, you probably read my mind.
2: <laughs> and so, uh, but then at the same time, like uh, we, we have like on our, our website trying to, trying to use more like emotive language. Uh, so let me not talk and describe my product. Let me tell you what you can do with my product. Let me tell you how my product helps you feel. Or what it makes you feel. And to an engineer that's like, ah, that,
1: that's useless. <laughs> but then you look at what Apple is doing in their ads and that's exactly that,
2: right? So. Engineers care about that language just as much in their buying choices. Uh, they just, I think what you end up getting is a lot of engineers that say, like, you know, no, I can logically see through this, so why would I do that? Or or really, I think engineers are very, very uh, uh, concerned or you know about being fooled, or like it's insincere, and you know I try to tell you know our guys all the time. No, no, you don't want to be insincere. You have to be in sincere about it. Like don't don't be over the top and just do it to do it, but truly mean what you're saying, right? And and truly deliver on what you're saying. Um, and and we try to do that. I mean, luckily we we try to do that in our company as well with uh, how we how we handle you know uh, our employees. Uh, and and things not and our customers. We try to do it, you know, on all levels of the business. Like, you know, how well am I treating my employees? How well am I treating my customers? You know, how well am I treating the product I'm putting out there? And and you know the kind of craft. And uh, I, I think all those are important.
0: What would be uh, some of your interests outside of high tech, uh, John?
2: I'd have to say the first one, and this is sports ball. So I apologize, guys and girls. Uh, but it would probably be soccer or football. Um, it's kind of like my second passion time. I play on a bunch of uh, you know, indoor and outdoor teams. Oh, so not the, not the
1: couch kind, but the actual <laughs> running
2: around time. <kind. laughs> yeah, it's the only way I get exercise. So for me, that's, that's probably the, the big one. Uh, after that, though, uh, I have a 16-month-old daughter um, and a beautiful wife. And so a lot of it's for me, like uh, I've gotten into photography now um and that's a super 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 interesting hobby I, I i didn't even realize the the breadth of photography and how much there is to learn and how much it's oh, massive to kind of, yeah so
1: what's your what's your favorite uh, uh what's your
2: what's your kit like yeah okay so uh it's funny because this comes down to money as well uh my initial uh nikon uh, d5100 it was i bought it for my wife like three years ago at christmas And so I was using that. Uh, One of the big things I wanted to do is uh, not really astrophotography, but nightscapes. But it's kind of on the verge of being astrophotography uh, because I enjoy camping as well. And so the best thing about going to camp is you go camp somewhere, you're in a really dark site, um, and then I can actually photograph like, uh, you know, the stars as well as like kind of mix a foreground in it.
1: Yeah, the, the night sky is a lot nicer when you go camping. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, so, uh, I bought a lens for that, uh, Rokina, uh, it was the first one I bought was a 14 millimeter and that was a little bit too wide. Uh, so then I went at the, the 20 and it's a two point, uh, no 1.8, uh, aperture. So it's nice. And then now I've kind of, I've rented recently, my brother put me onto this, uh, I've rented a Fuji, uh, X100T, uh, Ooh. for the trip to, uh, San Francisco. And then we have our company retreat in Vienna, uh, in a week. And so I'm going to take it there.
1: So that's a tiny mirrorless camera, I think, right?
2: Yeah. 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 I, I love it because, uh, I was looking for something that I didn't have to lug, lug around in a DSLR. Um, but that still kind of gave you all the control that a DSLR does. And and it's beautiful. I mean, it the the lens is sharp.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm a Micro Four Thirds kind of guy. I have a Panasonic GF1, so
2: yeah. So I mean, I'm. I'm just getting in it. I'm by no the the problem you worry about being a business developer talking to engineers is don't talk too much. Don't act like you know more about something than you do because the, the, they'll call it on you immediately. So I'm just dipping my toes into photography. I'm by no means. A, I'm definitely a beginner there, but it's super interesting.
0: Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Jonathan. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. What is the uh, the best way for someone to get in touch with you?
2: Uh probably uh email or Twitter. I would say uh Twitter it's uh J D R H Y N E. So just my first and middle initial, J D Ryan. Um and then uh, for, through email it's Jonathan J O N A T H A N at Pspdfkit dot com. Um by all means I have to tell you guys, please go check out our site if you if you're Have a PDF problem, I'm sure we can solve it. So it's pspdfkit.com as well.
0: Awesome, awesome. Very good. Well, you can learn more about our conference by visiting our website at nsnorth.ca. Tickets are still available. Also be sure to follow us on Medium as we frequently post there and on our Twitter feed at nsnorth. Thanks for listening. And please join us again next time to meet another great speaker. Phil, how can people get in touch with you? That would be uh, at philipsy on Twitter or phil at nsnorth.ca. And Adrian, how can people get in touch with you?
2: You can find me also on Twitter at Adrian RM, that's A D R I E N N E R M, or
0: via email at adrian at nsnorth.ca. And I am at underscore Dan Byers on Twitter, or you can email me at dannnsnorth.ca. See you soon, everybody.